Hello, and Happy New Year. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Always So Ecological. My name is Ty, and I'm your host. And this is a podcast where I take a moment, usually to talk about things from society and culture or just life in general from a ecological perspective, um, with ecological simply meaning consistently logical, truthful, practical, and rooted in Christ. But um, for day- today's episode, I'm, I'm going to do something a little different. Um, you know, I, I haven't shared a ton about myself on my episodes. I, I've given a little um, insight into myself, but um, I didn't grow up with a mom. You know, it, it was just it was always me and my dad uh, and my dad, you know, was an army guy. And so, you know, in between traveling from base to base or assignment to assignment, um, you know, when he was out doing what he needed to do, I was pretty much on my own. And yeah, you know, there were adults who looked out for me or, or you know, who kind of, you know, just kept me out of trouble, so to speak. But, um, you know, I was pretty much a loner. Um, and you know, it was a good thing that my personality kind of lended itself to that, um, being able to be comfortable being by myself. Um, but even after he got out of the military, uh, it was pretty much the same thing. I mean, he still had to go and work. Um, and so it was, it was me with whoever was looking, you know, watching out for me or, you know, babysitting me, so to speak. Um, but it was just me and yeah, you know, I, I had, I have siblings, um, but you know, I, I didn't grow up with them. I mean, you know, they're half siblings, but, um, you know, it was always just me. And, um, you know, that was, that was just my life. And I've always, I had always wanted, um, to have a mom. I mean, growing up, a lot of my friends, I mean, a lot of my friends were from single parent households, but, you know, majority of them were with their moms. Um, and so they had the benefit of, you know, the things that only a mom could give to a child um, and only a mom could provide for a son. Um, and so, you know, that was hard for me. Um, it was hard for me to to see. But, you know, I noticed that whenever my friend's mothers learned that I didn't have a mother, um, you know, it was interesting that you know, on occasion, some of those mothers would really want to, you know, be a mother figure in my life. So even though I didn't have my own mom, um, I've had women who, who tried to, to pick up the mantle, um, from where my mom set it down. Um, but you know, it was difficult for me because I mean, of course, you know, as a child of abandonment, I mean, you know, it, it was, it was hard for me to accept it. It was hard for me to, see how a woman could love, you know, how could, how a woman who's not my blood can really love me. Um, but as I grew up, you know, I had women who would come into my life and, um, you know, they would demonstrate that love to me. That was hard for me, um, to, to understand. Um, and so, you know, in high school, I, one of my best friends, um, his mom took me in, um, like a son and, uh, she set about to demonstrate to me the love of a mother. Um, and even though I struggled with it, I mean, you know, I was opening up to it more cause I was older and, and, and it was coming to that place where I was trying to, 
deal with that abandonment that I felt. But, um, you know, she, I mean, she legit took me in, um, like one of her kids and, you know, I would always spend holidays with them and, you know, and they, they wouldn't treat me any different. Um, but I, 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 it, there was something in me that it was hard for me, um, to be able to fully embrace that. Um, and so, you know, um, fast forward to now, you know, I'm in, uh, Texas and, you know, I moved to Texas about what, 19, 20 years ago, I think. Um, and you know, I, I make some friends from the local uh, congregation I was a member of. And, you know, um, a couple of the friends that I made, their moms basically did the same thing. I mean, they, they took me in and, uh, they became like mothers to me. Um, and I mean, at this point in my life, I'm, I'm growing, I'm learning more about myself and I'm learning more about just how my mom's absence, um, and, and her leaving affected me. Um, but it, it really didn't come to a head until after I, I went through, um, a divorce and I had to really, you know, address, um, how that abandonment affected me and how that affected how I saw things and and the way I felt about things. Um, and you know, during that time I I had, um, I mean, of course I, I had, um, you know, the, the one mom, mama Norris, um, back in Virginia or DC, um, you know, I mean, she's constantly been there. I mean, she's always been there. Um, but you know, it's different when, um, you know, it's different when there's that kind of distance, Texas to, to DC. Um, uh, but I had these two women here, um, who, who were more present and who were able to step into that role, uh, of a mom that I needed at that point in my life. Um, one of them being, um, mama Betty and the other one being mama Joyce. Um, and you know, I had different slightly different relations with both of them, but I, I knew that they both loved me, um, like a son, um, mama Betty and I, I mean, you know, unfortunately we didn't, you know, we didn't see each other. I didn't, okay. I didn't see anyone very often just, just because of how I grew up. Um, you know, I'm not one that's, I don't think in that way where, okay, family, you know, you, you need to see family all the time. Right. I mean, for me, you know, I mean, family was legitimately just, um, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, family just didn't hold that meaning to me. Right. Because growing up, it was just always just me, me and my dad, um, but mainly just me. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to, um, it into my head I have to go see family (laughs) you know I mean um, people who've grown up in in tight families or or even don't even have to be tight families but you know family period I mean um, you know you kind of have that sense in you that okay you know it's good to see family and I understand you know family can be complicated and that might not be true for everyone but um, you know I mean when you're a part of family it's, it's just something different there's a different connection Um, and so, you know, with, with mama Betty and I, um, 
you know, even though we didn't see each other very often, um, it was almost as though that even if we saw each other after a year, <laughs> um, it was all, it was almost as though that, you know, we had just seen each other yesterday. Um, and even though we didn't see each other often, I mean, we would definitely communicate by text and all that. And I would always try to make sure to reach out to her, um, holidays, birthdays and everything and let her know that I think of her and I love her. And, and we would talk sometimes. And so it was, it was a really, it was a really great, um, relationship. Um, and then with mama Joyce, um, you know, it, it became a little bit different in the fact that, um, you know, she, she wanted, um, to make sure that we, we were connected. Um, she, I mean, it, it took me a while to, to really grasp, um, how much she wanted us to be connected. Um, but I mean, she, she would reach out and, and, you know, she would invite me over and, you know, holidays and anything. And I, you know, for me, it was hard. You know, I, I typically have been the type of person who would avoid con gathering with people on holidays because for me, you know, holidays were hard. Um, you know, everybody, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these different holidays, you know, you're with family and loved ones. And I always felt like when people had me over, um, I always felt like I was the, the pity, the pitied one, you know, um, it, it was just hard for me, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, so she would always invite me over and, you know, and if I didn't want to go, she, she wouldn't get offended. She would just, you know, she would just stay, remain consistent. And so, um, you know, both mama and Betty and mama, Betty and, and mama Joyce, um, you know, they, they've been women in my life who have given me a glimpse, um, of what it is to have a mother. Um, but unfortunately in 2020, I lost them both. Mama Betty, um, passed away at the end of July and, uh, we buried her, um, in early August. And, um, you know, I've missed her since, um, you know, it, it was different not being able to, you know, reach out to her and, um, you know, just, just be able to say hi. Um, but mama Joyce, um, she just recently passed away on the December the 27th. Um, so yeah, that, that made Christmas, um, a difficult time. Um, because she was sick, um, leading up to and through Christmas. Um, and we were very hopeful that she would be able to recover and go home. I mean, you know, we were just praying and believing, you know, in what God can do. Um, and so for me, you know, I was hopeful, looking forward to the, to the day where she would go home. Um, not realizing that the home she would go to isn't the home that I was thinking. Um, and so, um, we are, um, going to be, um, interring her remains today. Um, and so I wanted to honor, uh, the two women that I have, 
um, gotten a chance to know in Texas who became my mothers here, who became uh, the women who were able to um, show me what it is to be loved as a son. Um, You know, Mama Betty, she loved me in her way and Mama Joyce loved me in her way. And, you know, they were both there for me through good times and through bad. Um, you know, Mama Joyce, like I said, I mean, um, she was definitely adamant about keeping me close. Um, she wouldn't let me, <laughs> she wouldn't let me go for long without talking to her. Um, she wouldn't let me go long um, without seeing her. And she would always remind me how much she loved me. Um, and that meant a lot to me. Um, to see someone who fought to keep me in their lives. Um, someone who went above and beyond to let me know that I was loved. Um, you know, through all of my ups and downs, through, you know, the cr- crazy um, trials and tribulations that I often got myself into. I mean, she was consistent and she was there. Um, you know, there were a couple of times in my life where, I mean, I, I legitimately just gave up on God and walked away and just didn't want, um, just didn't want to have anything to, you know, have anything to do with, you know, with him. Um, but she never judged me. She never tried to guilt me. Um, she never did any of those things. She listened and she tried to understand. Um, and she acknowledged and affirmed, um, what I was feeling. But then at the same time, she also reminded me of the truth, um, reminded me of the things that I knew, but I just didn't want to hear. Um, and most of all, she just, she stayed steadfast in my life. Um, she, she showed me, um, a mother that I had never seen before. Um, and what she and mama Betty, um, did for me, I will never forget. Um, their impact has been huge upon me um, because of what they were able to show me, but also because of the family they, they gave me. Um, you know, I have three sisters who I love dearly in um, Kashanda, Fachetta, and Vanetta. Um, they helped me to open myself up to the possibility of a family um, and feeling like I was a part of a family and not just like that, that guy that was being pitied because I was by myself and didn't have a mom, you know, um, they helped me to experience something that I hadn't up until that point experienced and, and to be open to it. Um, you know, mama Joyce walked with me through that period where, okay, I had to confront that abandonment and, um, 
and the and the separation that um you know that abandonment um and that five year old who who was still scared that separation that you know I would unknowingly or subconsciously create for myself um you know she she helped me through that and helped me to tackle it and then mama betty i mean she just kept pouring i mean that love upon me that just you know filled in those cracks that were there and so you know i will be forever grateful to those two women um and grateful to god for placing them in my life and and for giving me that opportunity to see that side of motherhood that I hadn't been able to, um, that I hadn't seen or I hadn't been able to open my heart to see. And, um, I just wanted to take this opportunity to honor them because I've lost two mothers, um, from my life. Um, and my life is less rich because of it. And, you know, I just wanted to, like I said, I just wanted to take that tan, take this time to, um, honor those two women. 2020 has been a year where a lot of people, um, have had to learn and had, had to experience and feel the sting of losing someone very close. Um, but as a believer, I know that the connection that I have with Mama Betty and Mama Joyce is still alive and strong. Um, it's just taking a different form. And, you know, I'm grateful for their lives. I'm grateful for the impact that they've had on so many people but especially on me and I'm grateful to know and to believe, um, that they are, uh, wrapped up in joy and, um, resting in peace. And so on today, I just wanted to honor mama Betty and and mama Joyce. If you took the time to listen, you know, I appreciate you for allowing me this opportunity. Um, you know, if you haven't checked out my podcast before, I encourage you to go and, and listen to the prior episodes. And, you know, if you hear something that you like, if you um, appreciate what ecologicalism is, um, I hope that you would subscribe and, um, you know, maybe share the share um, the podcast with your family and friends or whoever you think um, would benefit from it. But if you're a praying person, and you have a moment um, to lift up um, the families of Mama Betty and Mama Joyce. I would appreciate it. And uh, thanks again for listening. I hope you have a great week and I hope you'll choose to tune in next week. Again, thanks very much and uh, take care.